So, okay, welcome to fucking Tuesday. I've got this crazy shit idea for a thirst trap on TikTok. Don't laugh, goddammit, I'm serious, all right? <laughs> Marketing's marketing. Uh-huh, thirst trap. No, I mean, you know what? Stay tuned. Maybe, maybe the page will share it. Maybe the page won't. You'll have to find it your goddamn self. Let's hope I don't get that bored anytime in the near future. Anyway, yeah, welcome to fucking Tuesdays. Happy to have you back. Episode 50. Yep. Golden anniversary. Dude, we've really done a bunch of these at this point. Yep. Hmm. I'm just assuming none of the regular listeners are like clinical therapists, psychiatrists. Because, I mean, have you gotten any phone calls yet about like, hey, would you like to sit on my couch and talk about things? They wouldn't have my phone number. Oh, I mean, are we that hard to get a hold of? They don't know who we are. Leave a message on the, leave a message after the beep. I mean, so far as I know, they haven't been asking for couch time on the uh, Spotify or anything. Okay, so if you're a, a therapist or whatever, and you want a diagnosis, you have to come to us and sit on our couch. Or chair. You can stand if you want, I really don't care. However you're most comfortable. Yeah, I mean, we want you to be comfortable. Well, yeah, I would love to know what's wrong with me and how to fix it. And if it's interesting, we'll even let the, the rest of the world listen. Did couples therapy once. Same. They scratched a little bit of the surface and told mm. me that I was depressed and I have a complete disassociation from my emotions. Mm. I can see that. I mean, yeah, no shit. Yeah. Right? Ogres are like onions. Typically. Yeah, you got it. I don't know if I have layers. Oh, you do. You just got to cut, cut deep through all them stinky ones. We'll get there one of these days, bud. Eh. I mean, currently, in the time of sorrows that we live in, I'm not even, like, disassociation is a, a neat trick to keep you from feeling all the shitty things that make you want to hurt yourself. So, like, when, when the emotions are better, then I'll worry about, like, maybe you should feel these, because fuck the shitty ones. If you know how, turn them off. I mean, the therapist's exact words were, you have a disconnect from your emotions to the extent that I have never seen. Fuck yeah, dude. Winning. I'm number one. Zen master. Anyway. Had to, had to give me a list of emotions and feelings to see if I could recognize any of them. Point at the, point at the area on the yeah. doll. Because fuck, I don't know. A traumatized young brain grows in funny ways. Like early childhoods where you set all of your parameters for everything. It's like, why as a teenager, when, I don't know, one of your parents leaves or some shit, like you have that ego death moment of, oh fuck, I'm not a little kid anymore.
Okay, so Pedro Rodriguez Filho. Yes. Okay. So you've seen this? Well, I don't know if you've seen, but you know of the show Dexter, right? Um, the serial killer. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, he was a crime scene investigator, and he turned a serial killer who targeted serial killers. Uh huh. So this is kind of like the real life Dexter, except he was never working for the police department. Um, his story is pretty fucked up. Like, they didn't know if he was going to make it when he was born. Apparently, his father likes to beat the shit out of his mother mm -hmm. and uh, oh, hit so her in the gut so hard baby. that, yeah, like it fucked up his skull. So he came out with probably some brain damage. Mm -hmm. Probably led to some developmental issues. But over his lifetime, which I'm not sure if he's still alive today or not, I think so. But he's responsible for at least 70 murders. And 10 of them were before he was 18. Damn. Yeah. How young? His first kill was when he was 14. And it was the uh, town's vice mayor. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. Uh, apparently, he uh, fired his father, who was working as a school guard. I guess I said he was stealing food and fired him. So, uh, Rodriguez went down to City Hall and shot him in front of City Hall with a shotgun. Wow. Yeah. At 14. At 14. Okay. His second murder wasn't too long after that. And he uh, murdered another guard who worked at the school because it turns out he was the one that was probably stealing the food instead of his father. Mm hmm. So he killed him. Mm hmm. Uh, let's see. And then, of course, he was on the run because, you know. This is in Brazil. Mm -hmm. So they police differently than okay, which we do here. part of Brazil, I wonder. In Sao Paulo, Brazil. Okay, so in Sao, Sao Paulo. Paulo. Yes, yeah, so Sao Paulo. Um uh, so one of the large cities. Yeah. Okay. So once there he killed a drug dealer and then uh did some burglaries on the side. Mm -hmm. Then he uh fell in love apparently with uh, some woman and they lived together for a while until she was killed by some gang members. So, I mean, that's the I don't problem. think he's going to have any of that. So, his next crime spree was him tracking down several people related to the murder and torturing and killing them. Mm. Yep. Trying to find the gang member who killed his girl. Mm. And then, now, now this is Going back to his father, the vice mayor fired his father, so he so the kid killed the vice mayor. And then he found out one of the other guards was the one stealing the food that got his father fired, so he killed the guard. So, I mean, these are revenge killings for his father. But then the next murder after the whole gang members and all that incident was his father. So, uh, apparently his father... Killed his mother with the machete. So he went home and killed his father. Yeah, that's nothing like the the whitewashed fucking Dexter shit. No. The kicker though, he killed his father visiting him in prison. <laughs> he went to jail to visit his father so he could kill him. There his father was in prison. For killing his mother. So yeah. he So he went to visit him in jail and stabbed him twenty two Classic. times. Classic. Stabbed him twenty two Cla times. I mean, dude. It's not even a twist. How could you not? Like that <sighs> classic. 
Yeah. But he stabbed him 22 times. Nobody has pulled him off the man yet. I'm sure he's dead at this point anyway. But then he cuts out his heart and just starts chewing on it. That's that's how you take his power. I guess. That's his yeah. dad. Yeah. That's I, I mean be only one, I guess. So then he finally gets arrested. Uh-huh. And he gets put in a police car with two other criminals. Mm-hmm. Uh, which one of them was a rapist. Okay. So when they get to the prison to take them out of the car, he had killed the rapist. <laughs> okay. So then they throw him in prison. Mm-hmm. With other, you know, murderers, domestic abusers, rapists. Violent offenders. Oh, yeah. So you just put him in a fucking playground. So, yeah. He killed at least 47 of his fellow inmates. Damn. Yeah. Which made up the majority of his murders, obviously. But, I mean, there's plenty okay, there to kill. So, so. so, I'm not... I don't think violence is the answer exactly. But I know some people don't... They, they don't exist to play by the rules. Like, no matter how... Even if the rules were perfect, people would still fuck them up. Think about his home life growing up too though oh yeah I mean I mean he got fucked up when he was still in the womb by his father beating the shit out of his mm -hmm. mother he's not gonna have a good life so you're you're the the quality of life for the average person in almost any foreign country short of a few of the European Middle Eastern like the very high standard places like Brazil even I'm not saying they're complete shitholes but Everything's harder there, even for the easy days. So you you grow up harder in Brazil than you do yeah. pretty much anywhere in America. And then to have an incredibly hard life on top of that, murder literally, like... I think he probably saw himself as a vigilante of sorts. Because mm. that's who he went after. He went after people that he thought deserved retribution. And he was interviewed and they said that he got a thrill and enjoyed doing it. Oh, yeah. So Absolutely. that edging thing, once you get to a certain point, like once you pass a certain point, it's a slippery slope. Like once you stop caring about human lives and I'm sure like look up his tally. Did he kill any women? Probably no children. Like, he had, at this point, decided his own set of rules. Like, his own yeah. rules of engagement. And I would guess it was, like, a lot of them. Like, I, mean, I don't have to feel bad about hurting yeah. bad people. They come. They have their own criteria. So, serial killers really have no moral. Like, obviously, they circum circumvent things they know to be true in their mind. Like, they have their justifications. Mm -hmm. But some of them are like even by societal standards a lot of those people deserve to die nobody would argue it other than the like maybe the means like well it should have been done by a court not by a person and i'm not are they right or wrong i don't know but if somebody deserves to die and somebody does that is it really a crime well they it haven't is, been found but yeah so anarchy would be natural complete natural governing like, let's say you have 20,000 people that all agree to live together and basically just govern themselves. If it's a problem, they'll figure it out. 
Like, every once in a while, there's gonna be a problem that a few people have to figure out. You can't have that many human beings together and not occasionally have one of them pops up that just can't do the things. Yeah. I don't know. Some people, I think, are born funny. Some people are made funny soon after they're born, and some people just snap at some point in their life. Like, they might be super normal until whatever. And you never know what the fuck it's gonna be. That's like an engineered monster, though. Definitely, yeah. Initially, I went to when he went to prison for those murder charges. Up to that point, he got sentenced to 128 years. But because he killed a whole bunch of other motherfuckers in the prison, mm-hmm. that uh, put his sen- sentence up to 400 years. Mm-hmm. But in Brazil, the law is the maximum prison sentence you can serve is 30 years. So if he gets to 30, he gets out? He's out. He got out in 2007. <laughs> well, he had to do another four years. Because obviously going in for 128 years, he's already obviously going to hit his max and then be out. Mm-hmm. But they gave him, made him do another four years because of the murders that he did while in prison. Mm-hmm. So the other... So he did 34 back murdered, to back? Hmm? He did 34 years back to back? Yeah. And only killed 47 people? Yeah. Most of those being while he was in prison and only got five I don't, years for I that. don't know. I mean, like for American standards, it sounds incredible, but I don't know if they have like a, a special housing unit down there, like where he wouldn't be. That's one person here. He'd have to be in, um, what's it called? When you have to go to the room, lockdown. What, lockdown? Special housing? Well, lockdown is just when everybody goes back to their Sick. rooms. It's, um. Sort of. Fuck, what's the word? Separation, segregation. The, the way they show it on TV, which I'm sure is about as accurate as pissing in the fucking wind, is it's basically a small room where you don't really have room to lay down and there's no windows or openings. So a lot of in. a lot of countries have rules on humanitarianism and stuff, and that's why their prisons are so crazy. Basically they've just nobody can bitch about the conditions if the prisoners set the conditions. So they, they bring in enough food for everyone to eat every day. Whether or not they do is up to them. Anarchy, sort of. Yeah. Usually goes into the gang warfare thing. Some old guy. I mean, that's pretty much what they would have to do with him, though. Is just put him in his own cell somewhere and keep him... I don't know if they're allowed to do that, though. Pop. Probably not. They probably don't have the space for it. Like, that's why their the prisoners time is 30 years. Yeah, the prisoners might try. They're I mean, probably, at that point, I think they would just try to kill you. And yeah. And this guy might have just stabbed enough until finally they quit trying. Like, it just became an, okay, leave that guy the fuck alone. That might be exactly, like, you want to know how many people it takes to get left the fuck alone in a Brazilian prison? It's that many. <laughs> or until they stop sending people he doesn't like. Like, I don't know. I don't know what the conditions behind all of them were. If maybe it was just like every time he saw a rapist, he just stabbed him to death. Yeah. I, I can't even say... I don't know. I don't. But I'm not mad at him. With him though. Yeah, I'm not mad at him at all. Oh no, I have no reason to be convicted. That's just an amazing story. That whole uh, Dexter motif, though—the serial killer hunting serial killers. Mm-hmm. I mean, there have to be a bunch of them active right now. Maybe, maybe it's been a while for some of them, but. Like the amount of people that go missing and are found dead with no leads every day. 
you're telling me all of those were natural? Like, every one of them's just a pissed off boyfriend or an overdose that somebody hid the body or whatever? I know so many people are actively ignoring how terrible shit's getting right now. Like, they're trusting the system to keep them safe. Like the system is designed for. The system is designed to keep the masses, the herds. And that's, I mean, imagine the shepherd. If he has to sacrifice a couple of them every year to keep his massive herd, he's, who gives a fuck? Like, obviously, they have to sacrifice a few to eat every year. Don't be the juiciest or the one that likes to hang out right at the edge. Because you might get snatched and had for dinner. I mean, fuck, you could have been branded at birth to be, like, excellent. Oh, shit. Maybe that's what the elite are for. They're the veal. We didn't, they didn't have to tie us down. They just gave us TVs and pure sugar. Yep, we cowed ourselves. Comfort, man. You can't find it? Try alcohol. That doesn't work, try Xanax. That doesn't work, try them together. Don't mix drugs and alcohol. Yeah, I mean, PSA, that was complete sarcasm. So a lot of times when I make what I consider a joke like that, everybody looks at me funny, but I'm saying something that I feel is so absurd that everyone should understand that I'm making a joke. It's a terrible fucking idea. If it says not to mix it with alcohol on the bottle, fuck around and find out. Wake up in the hospital with a fucking handcuff on for the four people you killed. Xanax makes you think you're God. You mix alcohol with it and a little bit of restraint you might have had just fucking right out the window. And I'm not talking like you gotta drink a bottle of Jaeger. Like, have two shots, a couple of beers. It's funny though, because a lot of them think they're Superman and it doesn't affect them until they wake up with a handcuff on. I didn't know, man, I didn't mean to. They can't see how they are when they're- Oh, and even if they do- Tripping. Like, I've shown videos to these people of themselves, just straight fucked up. Oh man, I was drunk, I won't drink anymore. You, what is in your water bottle? Look at me. Water. <laughs> Vodka. I had, nope, I can't. Like There's if, some people that are fully aware of how they are too. Oh yeah. I mean, some people do it for fun. They get bored, like shit's too good. Or somebody looks like, I don't like them and they're doing good, so let's just do something or fuck with something for... That one's pissing me off. Next fucking subject. Something about adding women to the draft now? That was Master Clover. You can argue about it if you want. I don't know anything about it. I don't, yeah, I'm assuming. Were women not on the draft before? No. Selective service. The lottery, if you will, the draft. Every male is required at 18 to sign up for this. Like, you have so many days within... That's part of your registration as an adult. Yeah, at 18 years old, you're expected yeah. to go sign up for this. And it means if your number's pulled in a time of war, you go. And what are the stipulations for the draft? Nobody knows. And that's, that's the fun part. And you literally have a number assigned to you. Now, me personally, I, I went and served honorably. Like, I've completed my contract. 
that means my mandatory eight years, which everybody at the time I enlisted did eight years. Whether it was active, inactive, guard, reserve, whatever, everybody did eight years. And that was the end of my term of service. I have completed my obligation to the United States government. Cool. Can they, would they, like, re-enlist me? I don't know. I've heard of stop loss for people who are currently, like, in-country getting ready to get out. But those were usually, like, super critical. These guys, there was nobody to come in and relieve them. So, sorry, bro, you're here another three months, four months, whatever. Adding women to that? It's kind of the world standard now, I believe, especially in the civilized countries. Equality. Um, so it's not exactly the draft. They call it um, yeah. mandatory federal service, where like maybe you have to go work in a federal office, or maybe you have to go work in a federal kitchen, or yeah, does it sound a little communist, socialist e sort of? Korea does it, Israel. But Israel also will allow a woman to fight front lines. I'm pretty sure they allow them any any job they qualify for, but they have to meet like standard pilot. If you can't do 80 fucking push-ups, we're probably not interested. Sorry. If you can beat the 300 guys over there, hop up. Mm -hmm. And some of them do. I saw that they're hiring seniors now as well. Who? The military. Hiring seniors? Hiring seniors, yeah. Obviously, for like desk work and kitchen staff and things like that, not to actually serve as a... Um, yeah, so for the logistics, I think it's because our labor force is shrinking and the motivation to join the military. We haven't had a great war in so long. The numbers are dropping and we're getting ready for World War Three. We need... We need a lot of people, and we need all of the abled body for war fighters. Might as well use the non-abled body for everything else so that the able bodied are ready. Fill some seats so the soldiers don't have to. Mm-hmm. War. Never changes. Oh, it does. We keep getting better and better at it. And I think that's why this time is different. That's why this time, if I knew it would be fought with conventional weapons, bro. It wouldn't bother me in the slightest. But the toxic... They used to call it C-Burn. C-B-E-R-N. Chemical, biological, radiological, nuclear. The things that for like long time fuck shit up. Like maybe you can't drink water here for the next 400 years because of the chemical contamination. Or you can't be here for the next 75 years because of the radioactive contamination. I was referencing a meme. Oh. Don't keep up with the memes too much anymore. Uh, it's uh, from Fallout. The game? Yeah. Hmm. Past my era. Listen out, man. The thinny vector of the thicky. The fuck is that? Okay. Okay, so this one's an interesting one. I've been excited about this one for a day or two. Okay, so Stephen King calls it a thinny, which is the space, the thin spot between the universes where shit can slip through. So particularly, they almost have begun to gain a sentience, I think. Like they have like a malicious 
aspect in at least Stephen King's writings. The Finney does? Or yeah. What like it, it calls to people. Okay. I don't know. It could be something like a, living in a Finney. Like a siren kind of a thing? Possible. Or, I mean, it could just be the pure chaos aspect where it, it's, it just seems like... Obviously, we're not creatures of pure order, which makes us in some form or fashion creatures of chaos. Like, I think pure chaos calls to us. Like, we can't... That's why we run toward sirens and car crashes. We can't help but watch. We're pure chaos. Like, what, what would literally exist between the dimensions? The vector of this, if you go the opposite direction, what would a thicky be? And I think I had it explained to me accidentally the other day. Somebody said that they felt resistance going through a place, like even in a motorized vehicle, extra, extra fuel had to be added to push through said thick spot where nothing was obvious. Imagine running over an invisible speed bump middle of summer humidity can feel like that sometimes in one specific spot an invisible wall i don't know Doesn't i haven't sound pleasant. i haven't experienced it myself i think i've seen some thin spots like i've been observed and have observed things through something like a thin spot that was strange i would say so mm -hmm. i almost want to say something like terrifying you know those times I've talked shit about like, like if you're real, fucking show me the real thing. Mm -hmm. It was close, like almost close enough that it freaked me out. I don't know, my mind might have snapped. Like I, maybe I'm still not quite ready for him to just be like, all right, here we are. Just lay down and start screaming. You don't know if you're open-minded until you have to be open-minded. That's true. And sometimes like ripping your mind open. Dude, people get mad when they find out the person they were cheating on their boyfriend with is cheating on them. <laughs> like, yeah. when that fucking hurts, you got, you're not ready for aliens, bro. You're not ready to meet God. But I had DMT. Alright. Sounds like you, problem. Dude, I mean, there's a difference in taking a drug and meeting God and like, the next day you can just be like, well, I was on drugs. Imagine you're just like sitting there, like barbecuing, and God's like, what's up? <laughs> Hot dog or hamburger? I mean, at what point would you not think you're fucking completely batshit? What would it have to say? No idea. It's about like that, um, are you my handler question. Hmm. Like, what do you say to that? If you say yes, there's, there's no right answer to some questions. Like, they're loaded. I don't think I explained the thinny, thicky thing very well, but... Who said that was the goal? Yeah, I don't know that it was a, a really explainable question. It was just a subject of conversation. Yeah. Maybe it'll inspire somebody. Or maybe somebody experiences this every day. And now they'll have something to look at. I don't know, man. Butterfly effect. Hmm. Ripples and pebbles and... Green Steel Dreams is a pretty self-explanatory one. Mm -hmm. So I don't know, I think they partially steal and partially guide. Like it's subliminal messaging. I know you think you ignore all those 15 second ads, but 
you're watching them almost during your REM sleep. The, the truly relaxing sleep we used to get as a species, we've now replaced with a screen. I know a lot of people tell me they can't sleep anymore, and even to the point where they take pills to sleep. But then they lay there on their phone because they can't sleep. And the phone is what's making them not sleep. Oh, I promise. Turn your phone off. Go through some form of ritual. Go brush your teeth, take a shower, comb your hair, um, whatever it is you need to do. And if you're not one of those people that does all that, get as comfortable as you possibly can. So it's much harder to do this with another person. Like you're going to have to have a conversation with them of what you're doing. If you're four minutes into your like, just not moving phase and they flip the light on and start reading a book, it's probably going to reset. If you've done this a bunch and you don't have problems sleeping, whatever, who gives a shit. But if it's you're approaching the first time you've had restful sleep in 40 years and somebody flips the light on, you're going to be pissed. Just turn the shit off. Lay the fuck down and go the fuck to sleep. I know the millennial generation likes to have an excuse for everything. I have insomnia. Fuck yourself. You don't. You're on your fucking phone. Turn your goddamn phone off. Turn the fucking infomercials off. Lay the fuck down. But I use the blue light filter. Yeah, okay. Doesn't matter. So, podcasts... Like, I've, I've done that a few times where there's just somebody talking, and I completely tune it. It's, it's white noise. It's the mm. same as a fan for me. If that's what you're doing, fine. But point that shit. The screen's a portal, man. If it's pointed at your face, it's sucking your soul. Point it away from you. It's keeping your brain awake. Yeah. And, I mean, I don't know. If you're doing some brain training shit, fine. But try just turning the screen off. Like, the screen is the soul-sucking portal. The sound is the mind. Like, if you want to know where your thoughts are going to go, do you trust something that's nine hours long enough to listen to it while you sleep? What do you think starts happening at hour five minute 47? You think they start fucking with you? You going to listen to all nine hours while you're awake to make sure? I know if I was the one doing it, I'd probably fuck with some people. I mean, I don't... If you're... If you type in subliminal programming while I sleep in yeah. YouTube and just start a fucking video trusting the programmer, well, I read the comments. Hope I'm not giving people a bunch of bad ideas. Do no harm, fuckers. Have we discussed that yet? That's like magic 101 shit. Take responsibility for your own shit. Um, yeah, as, as above, so below, fucking do unto others. The golden rule always applies, and depending on which which flavor of magic you believe in, it, it could be substantially worse. Like, you go to fuck with somebody that doesn't deserve fucked with, like, you might think for your own personal reasons that, like, well, he deserves it, but if he don't, and you do it anyway, I mean, there's some, there's something to be said for ignorance, but, like, well, I didn't think it would work. It doesn't matter. You put bad out. Even if it didn't fucking work, you tried. And depending on who you're fucking with, sometimes it's a bad idea. Especially innocent people. Like, the universe really hates when you fuck with an innocent person. But sometimes karma's paid out slow. But some would argue that that's better. But try not to be vindictive, vengeful, 
most people suck, but they do it for like all the right reasons. Sometimes, sometimes people do it for the right reasons. It's still shitty, but like, at least I get it. Some people are just shitty for the sake of being shitty. Greed or wrath. There's a list of them, I believe. It's fairly famous. Pride, envy. About seven of them. Gluttony, lust. Yeah, those. The opposite vector of the virtues. Mm. But we've run down that rabbit hole, I believe. Yeah, screens and dreams. I guess that one's pretty easy. Yep. Even if you're just gonna lay down for about five minutes and watch a couple TikToks. Yeah, that's fine. And I'm not even saying you shouldn't do that. Like letting your brain relax for a few minutes in a comfortable way before bed. But instead of time. Sometimes you're flipping through TikTok and then you look up and it's been an hour. So if you're if you're that far into it, set a time. Like, go into your own parental control and say, Hey, at 9.30, I'd like to be going the fuck to sleep. Yeah. At 11.30, at 2.45, whatever the fuck it is that you need to do, but do it. I, I try not to... I don't want to have to hold somebody's hand and guide them to water. Like, I, I'll point. Go fucking find it. I think most people just need called on their bullshit. Like, they know it, but they don't think anybody else knows that they know it. So here's your wake-up call. I'm watching... Don't bitch at me about easily correctable things. It was, I, I'm not getting into a pissing contest, but I've got some of the mental illnesses. Like, I understand some things are not easy. Just do it. Push the button. Push it. Plug your shit in. Push it. Set it the fuck down. Roll over. Get comfortable. Lay there. Six fucking minutes. If you have to mute your phone because you use a hoe and that's what you do all night, do it. Shit, half of the people, it's probably like, well, my baking group just, we, we discovered dates this week. I don't give a fuck, turn them off. Tell them to go the fuck to bed. Matrix pods for souls. Is that like chicken soup for the soul? No, I think it's the Matrix we're currently existing in. Yeah, this is one of those that has not even a little bit come outside of my head yet. Might not be ready to come out. Mm. Still cooking. I think that's part of the, f the fun of it. Um, our pods were all built with limiters. Imagine you really do live in a Matrix, but it exists inside your head. Yeah, that one's not quite ready to come out of there yet. I do find that talking to myself a lot more often makes things way easier. I feel like I have a hundred thousand times as many epiphanies. And it makes things easier to keep moving forward. So, long story short, I'm appreciating myself a lot more. I don't always have to have somebody to talk to. I feel like there's some... I think it's abandonment issue there. Like, silence is deafening. Getting way more comfortable with it. Hopefully it's not the end of the world as we know it. Because I'm about to figure it the fuck out. Yeah, give us a couple years. And then go tits up. Yeah, I don't care. Like, one year. Fuck, give me a million dollars in a year. And then, like, I mean, I really hope it doesn't go nuclear ever for any reason. And I, I kind of hope it doesn't go tits up, man. 
I would like to run my own little hobby farm with all my friends real close. I will ride my, my fucking little buggy thing behind a couple of mini horses over to your little mini farm thing or whatever the fuck. I'll give a shit. <laughs> you just better be within carting distance. I, I don't know how big... As long as there's air conditioning, I'll live in it. I don't know how big of a castle you get for a million bucks these days. If I have 10 million, okay. I mean, I would think you'd get a decent sized castle. Fuck, I'll move to Eastern Europe for a castle. Shit, just let me get a, an apartment over the garage, I'll be fine. Dude, if we can come up with the money for a European castle, like a proper one, just move the fuck into it. There are thousands of them. Yeah. There has to be a few you can buy for 10 million that are cool as shit. You can bring everybody you know, I hope you do. I got a, yeah. I got a fucking village to populate here. And I don't know, but some of these backwoods Romanian fucking castles probably have some problems finding new people to live in their village. Which is funny because I'm told it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. I'd love to see it. Good food too. I mean, sh when you when you move into a castle like that, there might not be another castle for like a solid few hours by car. So like your village is the village and then there's just like some houses and maybe there are a few little groups of houses, but there's nothing else really around. So whatever kind of food you like, that's the local cuisine because mm -hmm. you get to decide because you own the castle. It would be very strange probably to drive through Bavaria and see tacos as the, <laughs> the local cuisine, but I mean, it wouldn't surprise me at all. It, I mean, it should be some weird bastardized Bavarian taco. Queso would be the number one. Of all the, uh... Cervasus yeah. in Bavaria. Sorry, man, I like what I like. Peace, water's <laughs> good. You might... Okay, that might cause a war. In Bavaria? Probably. Bavaria's best... Best beer. It's a lager. Obviously, they've never tried Netty Ice. Mmm. Keystones. Corona's slightly better than Keystone. Episode 50, the golden anniversary. It's, uh, it's been fun. I hope everybody is still here with us. If you listened to episode one, I hope, uh, hope we're still rocking. I'm not entirely certain either way. So, it's been fun swimming with you this last year and a half or so. As always, check on your friends. We're always available. Like, even if you're just bored and you want to come hang out. Everybody says, well, do I have to talk? I don't give a fuck if you talk. If you have an opinion and you feel strongly enough about it that you can't shut the fuck up, that's the point of this. Hopefully you're sitting next to my microphone and we can argue about it. Check it out. We'll have a good time. And if we don't, at least we'll know. Yeah, it's not like you'll have to do it a second time. Yeah, I mean, we ain't forcing anybody. You can... F I, I don't... Have we had anybody rage quit yet? No. We've had a drunk stumble out, but we probably shouldn't talk about that. Yeah, anyway, happy fucking Tuesday. Love you. Bye. Bye.